You're listening to Special Programming, sponsored by Making Moves Life Coaching Services. The content of Veterans Affairs Plus does not reflect the views or opinions of Public Radio KUNV, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Good morning, Las Vegas. This is Dave Washington, host of Veterans Affairs Plus. have a great guest that will be on shortly, uh, State Senator Tricia Spearman, who's doing a great job. He's going to update us on a couple of things. So before we get her on the line or actually talking to us this morning, I want to extend condolences to uh, the Cooper family. Mr. Ennis Cooper passed away. They just had his services. And also we have um, Mr. Henry Rushing from my wife's church over at Victory Baptist Church. Uh, they just had his funeral a couple days ago. And then finally, uh, brother and sister-in-law, Miss Helen uh, Campbell, Madison Campbell, she passed away, so they had her funeral. That's our brother and sister-in-law, Ava and, Ava and Aubrey Campbell out of Houston, Texas. And then I want to express condolences again to the Cooper family, Rush family, Campbells, and also former fire chief for the city of Las Vegas, Clell West, passed away. He was a, an inspirational guy within our department, and he was the first outsider, if you will, who came to Las Vegas Fire from Phoenix Fire Department in Phoenix, Arizona. And also, I'd be remiss, uh, in fact, I forget, failed to say it last month, I want to extend congratulations to Kevin and uh, Ashton, the general manager here. This is the 40-year anniversary of this radio station doing great work within our community. And again, I am Dave Washington of Making Moves Life Coaching Services. Our first guest this morning is Miss. Patricia Spearman, uh, state senator for the state of Nevada. Senator, give us a little bit of background on you, and then I'll ask you about maybe some of the legislation you may have been involved with this year that uh, is germane sure. to veterans. Sure, and uh, I um, I will join you in condolences to all those who have lost loved ones. That's not a fun thing. I mean, and so uh, it takes a, it takes a minute to get over it. So just know that God is there. God is there. Uh, so. I, uh, I am a veteran of the United States Army. I served uh, 29 and a half years uh, in the military police corps and loved it and probably would have gone longer had it not been for an injury. Among the places that I served were Korea three times, uh, Panama, Texas, Kentucky, Colorado, and probably a host of other places that I'm forgetting right now. But um, my last assignment was at the Pentagon where I... Um, served from 2003 to 2006 uh, in the Army Operations Center, the, what they call the nerve center mm. of the Army. And um, everything that happens in the Army um, goes right through that area. My area of responsibility was uh, Europe and all of Africa, with the exception of a horn. And um, love that, too. It was uh, rather taxing, emotionally taxing, because I was there during uh, one of the roughest times of the of the war, and I mm -hmm. will tell you, there was probably not not a day or night that I drove home that I wasn't crying. I can imagine uh, because of because of what I knew. Mm -hmm. So wow, I've tried to bring that bring that bring that bring that pain as passion to my work as a as a state senator, and make sure I'm doing all that I can um, to help veterans. 
and active duty military. Well, that is absolutely great work. And from your experience as, you say, 28, 29-year veteran of the United States military, I trust that you do bring passion that is needed for us to ensure that we look out for our our veterans in our community. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and, and let me let me say this too. You know, one of the things that we are we are missing um, now, I guess within the last twenty years or so, there aren't as many veterans who are serving in elected office. So many times some of the things that those of us who are veterans readily recognize needs to happen. Um, it, it, it's, a, it's more of a matter of trying to educate those who did not serve as to why a piece of legislation needs to go forward. So uh, I would encourage veterans to, to get as intimately involved in um, the legislative process as you possibly can. Your voice is necessary, and without your voice, it's uh, very difficult to do the things that I know have to happen for, for veterans. Great points. In fact, uh, when I was serving, and I served 33 years for Las Vegas Fire and Rescue, I wasn't a retiree from the military, but served two years in the United States Army. And I can tell you that there's many times when I've said there's two, two, two different groups and there's others, but certainly at the top of the list are veterans and school teachers. I just don't think that we treat them fairly, particularly as it relates to dollars and cents. And no, I, I think it's something that we need to, as, as a community, as a whole, as I'm talking about the entire United States, we need to do mm-hmm. a better job of, of dealing with that. So, uh, Senator, exactly. uh, during this term, was there anything in particular that you were able to to uh, put forth for veterans? Um, yes. Uh, one of them I want to talk about, and I was uh, looking for the number, but we passed a bill that would give a tax holiday uh, in September to uh, members of the National Guard. Nevada mm-hmm. National Guard, and that's very important because what a lot of people don't don't know is that it's the National Guard that uh, actually in the early days when we were doing uh, vaccinations mm-hmm. that, um, you know, helped to set up, helped to screen, helped to do a number of things. And even before um, we were doing that, the National Guard was very busy helping communities uh, to adjust to various and sundry things. So that's, that's one of the things that we passed. There was another bill that um, I sponsored, uh, Senate Joint Resolution 6, which is a, a bill that encourages our federal delegation to uh, sponsor a bill that will establish a national retirement system for military spouses. Oh, um, yeah, people who aren't in the military, if you move, um, you know, you, you and your spouse can talk about whether or not you want to move to uh, Florida, Georgia, mm-hmm. New York, Wisconsin, where you can talk about that and decide what's going to be best for both of you. Right. But for military spouses, that's not the case. They are they are moving around from state to state, country to country, because they are supporting that active duty service member. The unfortunate part is that if they uh, are in a profession where they could get uh, a retirement, they never they're never anywhere long enough to get vested, and therefore, when the military, the active military person retires, the the spouse retires with them from the moving, but the spouse has no retirement plan. Right. So I think that that's uh, very very important. One bill that uh, I lament that we were not able to um, get passed, and that was Senate Bill four zero two, and that's a bill that would. And that would make it easier for spouses uh, to get a professional license. Um, all things being equal, if they come from South Carolina, all things being equal, and they are 
um, let's say they're they're a doctor, okay? Um, if if the requirements are the same in South Carolina as they are in Nevada, um, establishing a, a, a reciprocity mm-hmm. would give them an opportunity to get licensed uh, very quickly. Um, I think that it's not just a good idea for the spouses to be able to continue their uh, professional career, but when they are stationed here in Nevada, mm-hmm. here in at Nellis especially, this is a high cost area. Right. A high cost area, and um, I, in a meeting with uh, one of the commanders at Nellis, uh, they were explaining to me that one of the things, one of the challenges that they face is that for their junior enlisted, that's the ones who are privates and uh, sergeants, they haven't yet made it to sergeant first class, mm-hmm. they have a difficult time finding housing that they can afford in a place that they would actually want to live. Right. And I believe um, the commander said it's going to be about two years and they will not be able to have housing for people who are assigned to Nellis, anyone who is at the grade of E3 or below. Mm. For your listeners, I just want to say this. this, Getting a bill that helps our um, military spouses and veterans, for that matter, when when they retire, it's difficult for them to get licensed in what they have practiced for 20 uh, 25 years in, in in the military. So this is important because if you are the, the spouse of an E3, a private first class, mm-hmm. uh, their pay along with their housing and quarters allowance, all of that comes up to about 25, no more than $2,700 a month. In Las Vegas, where are you going to find an apartment you know, for that amount, even if even if you're not married, but where are you going to find an apartment for that amount if you have a family? So it's very important. It's a matter of economic security to make sure that that happens. Um, uh, last but not least, I'll say uh, this bill is um, uh, another one that we passed has to do with making sure that the uh, Nevada Department of uh, Veteran Services is um, maximizing their outreach and service to all of the veterans in the state. Uh, and that includes all veterans. That's, you know, do, doesn't matter what the ethnicity is, doesn't matter what the language is, doesn't mm-hmm. matter whether it's LGBTQ, it doesn't matter. There are certain things that, that we expect from the uh, veterans uh the Department of Veterans Services, and so we're asking them to um, report back to us. Tell us how this is going. Right. Um, and if it's not going the way we thought it would go when we passed the bill, what do we need to do to fix it? Because everything that we pass, especially those bills that affect military and veterans, all of those bills are very necessary. And if there's some things that need to be fixed, then we need to know about it so we can fix it. Great. Look, Senator, 10 minutes go so fast. Look, this is what I want to do. I want to bring you back on. We're only on once a month. I'm going to have you to come mm-hmm. back on and because I generally do three segments. We generally do about three segments. I'm going to have you to mm-hmm. come back on if you can next, and we'll give you plenty of notice this time <laughs> to get you to get <laughs> you okay. on, to get you on and, and do two segments. Is that okay? That's good. We, That's good. we appreciate you. the work that you're doing because sometimes, and I guess once again, due to your service, you know what is needed in terms of looking out for those who have served our country so well. Senator, we thank you so much for your time, and we look forward to having you back on next month. Thank you so much. Thank you. All gave some, and some gave all.
Good morning once again. This is Dave Washington with Making Moves Life Coaching Services, who sponsors Veterans Affairs Plus. And our engineer is keeping me on track. We have a, another guest here, Suzanne McDonald, who has been in our community for years. Her family, they've done tremendous work. And we learned through her good friend, my wife, Marsha, that she's doing some things for veterans. So I thought, wow, that's perfect for the show. So give us a little bit of background on you. Absolutely. I am Suze Lynn McDonald, born and raised here in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, basically, I've worked in entertainment for a long amount of years. Uh, but I came back to Vegas um, as my mother got older to actually assist with my mom. And I started working for Nevada Adult Day Healthcare, which deals with seniors. Uh, it's a daycare for the seniors. And I got to a point where I was seeing a lot of the veterans there that were not being taken care of. Mm. So being the, the person that I am, like your wife, I jumped in <laughs> with both feet. <laughs> and when I jumped in, I actually realized that there were a lot of them that were not getting the services that they needed. Um, coming down to where it was, if it was their medical, that they weren't getting every service that they possibly needed, or the family didn't know what their options were. Right. So I actually started uh, kind of searching things out, and some of the things that I found out was that a lot of times that our veterans, because they're young when they enter the armed forces, that right. when it's time to go, they're ready to go. Mm -hmm. So they're just like, sign your papers, and they, they, they jet off. Right. And they have the tendency not to sit still and find out every single service that's available to them. Valid point. Yeah. So these are some of the gentlemen that I have met, met at the uh, Nevada Adult Daycare that um, needed, they needed medical, but they didn't, they were only getting minimal everything. Mm -hmm. I end up meeting a gentleman by the name of... Um, Mr. Douglas Marble, who has Unforgettable Heroes. And he had just settled a case for a gentleman that was 88 years old. That, again, he joined when he was young, and when his time was up, although he was a little bit older, he left without full coverage. He was getting um, basically nothing. He was on Medicaid. Mm-hmm. And um, he went back in and was able to recover some of the finances for him to where he should have been getting since the age of 36. Wow. He should have been $3,000 a month. He should have had full insurance because he had been, the war that he had been in, he had gotten a, a skin a disease mm. as well as he had the total ringing in his ears. Right. Well, with him doing that, he got all these benefits for him, but... My heart has been pulled because learning this from this gentleman, and needless to say, he died three years later. Wow. But he did get that money, and he got mm -hmm. the insurance. But, again, it was really, to an extent, too late. And what our veterans had not been told at that time is that this is money that's due to you, tax-free. Mm -hmm. And upon your demise, if you have a wife, the spouse will receive it for the rest of her life, right. tax-free. And because two of his children actually had severe disability, they would get the money for the rest of their life well, tax-free. This is, this is good information to share with our listening audience out there. And I can tell you, in my own particular case, I was a draftee, served two years. And when I got out, I didn't, I didn't think nothing about down the road with your physical health, et cetera, et cetera. 
And a friend of mine, I know you remember Monroe Williams. He was a captain and one of my mentors uh, on Las Vegas Fire and Rescue. He told me, you need to get a medical card. Well, I went down and, and they kind of chuckled when they saw what my retirement income was. My point uh-huh. is, when, when folks get out of the military, whether you, you know, do a 20-year, you know, service and retire or you do two, three, four years, when you get out, always seek a medical card because you never know what type of income you may gain over your whatever career field you choose. And in my case, I had no idea I would have the kind of retirement income. So as a consequence, with not getting that when I first got out, I ain't got nothing coming. But that's great work that you've done as far as this gentleman is concerned and his family Mm -hmm. is unfortunate. But still, you've opened up the doors and I know God's going to continue to bless you for the things that you're doing. So uh, great work. Continue that. I'd like to interject something that your listening audience needs to know. Mm-hmm. When you're filing these papers, and I learned this from, from Mr. Marble, who served 30 years. Mm-hmm. When you're filing your paperwork, do not take it to the Veterans Administration. Mm-hmm. Do not take your, get your records, but do not leave them at the hospital even. Actually mail them in, and I will actually leave my phone number and my website when I get through. Well, basically, I'll leave my phone number to give information. But to certify those letters that they go directly into the Veterans Administration, reason for doing that is when you see it, send it certified, and everybody should kind of recognize this when you send a certified letter, somebody's got to sign. So whoever's at the Veterans Administration has to sign the initial uh, mail that comes in. Not only do they sign it, they have to date stamp it. It's put on a specific person's desk. Mm -hmm. Again, it has to be signed and date stamped. That way it's tracked. It's also attached to a specific person. Mm -hmm. And believe it or not, that person really does get paid to do that specific job. When you take it to these other locations, mm-hmm. it gets lost because there's no one that's held accountable. So what you're doing is you're making sure that it's attached to someone by going through this particular procedure. It's attached to more than one person. Okay, it's yes. attached to the U.S. mail. So there's some, there's some accountability that can be Absolutely. Absolutely. Great. Uh-huh. It's, account- it's uh, accountable to the mail room. Mm-hmm. Because, again, they have to sign and date stamp. And then the desk that it lands on, mm-hmm. sign and de- de- dated. That causes that person to be held accountable. Mm-hmm. And with the card that comes back to you, you know. So put it in a safe place. You know that it's been delivered. It's been signed for. And someone is going to call you for positive, not just guessing at it. So, Sue, so who, who is this? You said it's a group called the Unforgettable Heroes. Give us a little bit more. Yes, on that. his name is um, a Mr. Uh, Mr. Douglas Marble, mm-hmm. and he's out of Michigan. As a matter of fact, just a little backdrop on him: when he got ready to get out, his he got ready to do the same thing because he was young. But there was uh, his um, his sergeant stopped him and said, "Sit down." And when he told him to sit down, he said, well, "How do you think I have my boat?" Hmm. How do you think that I have full coverage here? How do you think? And he took him through line by line, as the Bible says, precept upon precept. Mm-hmm. So what he did is he made him sit there, and he filled out all the paperwork to where he's getting full everything he could possibly get. Great. But his 
demand to him, to Mr. Marble was. Mm -hmm. Now, I've blessed you. You get out there, and every man that you know, if you can recover for them, but the ones that are leaving, we're sending them out with what they deserve because they served our country. Great. Our country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Look, as we prepare to wrap up, look, uh, sometime early next year, we'll get you back in, and maybe you can bring the gentleman with you for further discussion because Absolutely. so you have no idea how important it is for the listening audience, particularly those veterans and the family members of veterans who can share this information with them, that we get what is due to folks who have put their lives on the line for us to do what we do in this country. Mm -hmm. So the work that you're doing, sister, is is tremendously appreciated. So you want to give out some additional information as we prepare to close this segment? Yes, I'm going to give, I'm going to give you a phone number, which is 725-777- Three eight eight seven, and my name is Miss McDonald. Also, I'll give you my email that is attached to this type of thing. Is B like boy, N like Nancy, B like boy. The number twelve LLC, like Larry, Larry, Charlie, LLC at gmail dot com. Again, that's B N B. The number twelve LLC at gmail dot com. Well, we certainly appreciate your time and the work that you're doing. And like I say, I hope God continue to bless you because I don't think we can have enough people out there working for the good of the veterans as you are doing and some others. So we appreciate your time and look forward to talking to you again, particularly uh, next year. We'll we'll get you back on. Absolutely. All right. Thanks so much. You're great. And you have a great day. No, make it a great day. Yes, indeed. Take care. Bye-bye. Good morning once again. This is Dave Washington, Veterans Affairs Plus. I am with Making Moves Life Coaching Services and uh, pleased to be back on the air to talk to you guys about things that are particularly of of interest to veterans. And we've had, uh, today we did have Senator Pat Spearman on and we're going to get her back on. And we also had Miss Sue McDonald on and they both talked about some things that will be helpful to veterans. So we'll get them back on the show. Uh, in fact, my, my goal is to get the senator back on next month and, and Miss McDonald will get her back on after the first of the year. But the bottom line is we're here to serve the needs of our veterans and make sure that we have the kinds of programs and people who come in as guests to talk about things that can be helpful to our, to our veteran and our community. That being said, um, also got a, a friend, and, and this is the plus side of Veterans Affairs, where we talk about other things that are important uh, to include business that occurs within our community. Mr. Frank Hawkins, a longtime friend, longtime uh, resident of Las Vegas, former wolf pack running back, blocking back, whatever he was. He's also a businessman, and he owns a, a wellness center. It's called Nevada Wellness Center Dispensary, in fact. It's at uh, 3200 South Valley View. Those who have medical need for marijuana and recreational now, I would urge you guys to stop by and see Mr. Hawkins uh, again, local businessman, philanthropist. It is good that we have people in our community that's willing to assist others as they have done well. And Frank has certainly been one of those kinds of individuals. So we were going to have him on the show today, but I trust that he got tied up. And we'll get him back on 
uh, sometime in the future to just go over some of the things that he's been doing within the community, not only as a businessman, but also, again, as a philanthropist. And another guy that's doing some work within the community, that's Mr. Brian Harris. And I know that Brian has a, has a show as well. I believe he is on Sundays. Uh, that's a show that I encourage you to listen to. But Brian also had, uh, he, he called together about eight to ten businessmen from the community uh, last week. We were on a, a call with, it was Wells Fargo, with some of their higher up, their regional officers. And we're just talking about things that could be helpful to black businesses within our community. And I just wanted to salute Brian for taking that effort on as a project because I think, as we all know, the access to capital for businesses and black business in particular, it is an obstacle that we have to deal with. So for Brian to put that together, once again, kudos, young man, for doing that. So once again, this is uh, Veterans Affairs Plus, and we're a show that has a purpose, and that purpose is to ensure that we discuss and talk about and bring those types of guests in. Once again, that's going to be helpful to providing information that will be helpful to, to our veterans. And we have a number of veterans, as we all probably know, from just seeing them as we drive around our community that are homeless, you know, just doing bad. And I just think that we can do more to assist them. So we're going to stay on our mission to, to bring people in here. There's a gentleman on campus here. He runs, a, he runs a program for veterans to help them with their schooling, particularly college level here at UNLV. So because uh, I can't recall his name, but we did have another show at one point that we did have him on, and my goal is to get him on here on, on, on the station that's on the campus where he does uh, most of his work. So we, we're going to make that happen because I think it'll be good for, for the people to know, particularly, again, the veterans and their family members to know what kinds of programs that even exist here on the campus of UNLV. So once again, this is Dave Washington Making Moves Life Coaching Services. We sponsor this show because we think it's important to bring people together to talk about the needs of veterans. So we'll see you guys or you'll hear from us again in a month. Take care, everyone. Bye. You've been listening to special programming sponsored by Making Moves Life Coaching Services. The content of Veterans Affairs Plus does not reflect the views or opinions of Public Radio KUNV, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education.